Good morning, mi amigos. It's L. Travis, and this is L. We are live. trying to get us more Spanish-speaking audience members. Well, as you can see uh, by the drinks on the uh, console, if you're watching at home, we won't be engaging any Hispanic folks at all. Nothing but uh, waspy folks this morning. Jesus. It's Chris Denman, Travis Terrell. It's We Are Live. Welcome to Midcoast Studio, live from Grand Center in St. Louis, Missouri. Excited to be here. Big show today. Let's say hello to Chris Gardner. Hello, Chris. Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, sound effects. Who needs drops? Good morning. Oh, snakes up and under. Oh, yeah. Oh, Chris got a bird today. <laughs> it's been a while hawk. since we've seen the, the wall hawk. Battle hack. Battle hawk? Battle hack. That's who we are. <laughs> For battle, battle hacks. Hawk draft day. Maybe that'll be the name of the podcast. Mm. Battle hacks. Happy battle hawk draft day. Good call. What are you wooing? Oh, sorry. Happy 15th day of Cocktoberfest. Mm. 16 days left. It's a long month. Jesus Christ. We've got two more weeks of this. Mm. Oh. I mean, hey. Yeah, that's better. We have a brand new unofficial sponsor. We'll be part of the Travue today. White Claw. Yeah. Look at that. Okay, hold that. There you go. Have you got black cherry there? course mm -hmm. the black of the cherry the sweet of the ass mm -hmm. they always say do they mm -hmm. it's good to see you all this morning it is it's exciting right in the studio the tech electronics built mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. TechElectronics.com for more information uh gardener sir mm -hmm. we do have a travue today we've got the great american race uh, I wanted to get into a couple uh, spicy polls real quick. Oh, I like polls. What do you got for oh, yeah. uh, any melee results? Maybe we, uh, we can check things, those. A few things out yesterday. Um, we celebrated the 1980s during Pop Cockshire well, yesterday. Did we ever. In our continuing celebration <sighs> of Cocktoberfest. And discussed movie montages. How the 80s popularized the movie montage. On the air and off the air, Travis and I continued a discussion uh, just how much Sylvester Stallone likes the movie montage. No, do you ever. Man, and oh in man. particular in the Rocky movies. Oh, yes, he did. So we asked the question, which Rocky movie has the best training montage? Rocky, Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4. And Rocky 4 winning going away with 64%. Wow, that's a blowout. Landslide. Rocky Which four, part did it? That it, was the Russian it, montage. I think, think it's where it just goes going, away and it's his face. I think it's just going against a Russian and then going back and forth, kind of bouncing back and forth with that montage. And then when he yells Drago on top of a mountain. That would do it. I think that kind of that locked set it, it in. Set yeah. it in Russian stone. I mean, I like the I like the beach one too with him and Apollo Creed. Um, Very hot. It is erotic. Very. I agree. Um, but we suspected these would be the results. Maybe not this high of a percentage, but we did suspect Rocky Four would win. I thought the Rocky, the original, would have got more love. Because mm -hmm. of the, the original, I feel like it set the stage, not right. only for the Rocky series, but for montages in the 80s in general. Mm -hmm. Think of Dirty Dancing. 
I'm wondering. Loose. A lot did of dance studios movies. just is, was that just a, an understanding amongst the studios in the '80s that when you're going to put out a so-called blockbuster film, it had to have a montage. Maybe. Was Especially, that like the '80s green screen? Like what green screen is to Hollywood uh, now? Yeah. The montages were to the '80s. That was like the formula then. Okay. I feel like you can't be an action film unless you have at least well, and that was eight the thing. Green sh- screen shots. Uh, obviously, dancing movies had it. Yes, they did. Karate Kid. Yep. Because um, Footloose and Dirty Dancing, when I mentioned dancing movies. Um, Bloodsport. Oh, yeah. But also uh, Bloodsport, I think, too. I don't know when this first started. But, like, you know when they do, like, the triple shot? Like, it's one punch, but from, real from, quick from, from three, three different angles. Yeah. Yes. Like, that scene. Uh, uh, that might have yeah. been an 80s thing. I don't know, though. But... Like Bloodsport, I think of that movie when I think of a shot like that. I wonder, is that how screenplays are written like in the 80s? They're like, all right, so Rocky's going to fight this guy. And then uh, when he gets in the ring, yada, 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 boom, the end. Yeah. Because so much blow. So I wonder if that's how I montage it. We needed to go quick. About, we got to go quick. All right, we got to. Then he goes to this. He drinks some eggs. He runs up some steps. Boom, he's a champion. Yeah. Because, I mean, even movies like Summer Rental. What I believe yeah. is the most underrated John Candy film. Jesus. Will include a montage. Probably any John Cusack film. And it bled into the early 90s. It not only was like it overtook, of course, the 80s, but it even bled into the early 90s. Like even from Home Alone. Didn't Home Alone have a montage where Kevin's getting the house set? It's hard to take the modest mouth out of the boy, you know? Man, oh, man. So we'll go inside 80s movie pitches. Yeah. So that was our first melee. Okay. We put out another melee as well. Asking, do you want the loop trolley to be saved from cancellation? 27% yes. 73% no. These polls are Boy. starting to look like the like the Nationals versus the Cardinals. Mm. These are complete blowouts. Mm-hmm. My goodness. That would even close. I guess, I guess my thing is where it's like, I'm not saying we had a choice in it necessarily, but... You're this far along, so I, I don't know. I mean, what's the... It's a money pit at this point, man. Yeah. Because they're going to so. need they need they a quarter of a million here for this year, another 700000 for next year, and okay, what about 2021 and 2022 well, they and further on to, in the future? They seem to be saying that if they get a third car, that allows them to do okay. service every day. And but then they bought a third car that doesn't fit the tracks. They would have to retrofit now. So exactly. So do you really uh, trust these folks? It'd be different if it was a different so uh, now, operation. Say, so then who who fixes the... They're not just going to rip up the roads now. I don't know how you keep screwing up track issues with this thing. Yeah. Like, first you had to relay it, and then you buy a car that doesn't fit it. Like, Almost how do you not know what the tracks are at this point? Like, this is a very significant thing to what you're trying to do. Like, I don't understand how you don't grasp that detail. That's what I don't understand. And also, the St. Louis County Council President saying yesterday he doesn't plan to introduce loop loop trolley bailout legislation. That doesn't mean it's dead, though. It's just kind of tabled for now, and someone else can try and bring it forward. Chris Davis is all over it. Yeah. Chris Davis, we we have to get back in. We need to have, like, maybe a loop trolley roundtable with Yale, uh, Chris Davis, and then throw uh, something. What's happening now is something that's ultimately taking over our country and, and some of our culture. Well, this is Sta- Stand in it. 
You screwed up. You fucked up. Stand in it. Get in front of a microphone. Get in front of the camera. And let the, city, let the entire city of St. Louis know you fucked up. Enough. We're not bailing out your stupidity. We're not here to rescue your dumbass project. There's too much going on in this city for people to continue to entertain this bullshit. You fucked up. Whoa. Just acknowledge it. Whoa. I want everybody involved in this project to acknowledge it. You fucked up. It's okay. It happens. You, you did it on a scale. I think at this grand scale, if you admit defeat, it leaves you open to... Uh, Good. Good. <laughs> well, then, that's, that's then called, nobody's going to... It's, gonna it's time to be humble. It's time to humble yourself at this point. Why are you keep asking for... No. You, you're, you're not even showing the city and the county how you're going to generate revenue. And by well, adding a third they, cart... That's what they're saying. Car. Car. Don't, don't. Cart. Don't say cart. Okay, my apologies. <laughs> don't want to mix movements. I apologize. But adding another car does what? Let me see the numbers. Be well, transparent. Well, I want to see what that's going to generate on a month-to-month basis, well, basis, just like a parent. Now, do you even trust the numbers, though? No! Because they projected 400 thousand dollars of revenue... And they got thirty thousand dollars of revenue. So, like, even their projections are off. Absolutely. So you, you're going to have to ask, okay, what's wrong with your formula uh, that you showed us these numbers and these are your actual numbers? So we need to know even more this at is that a, point. This is embarrassing. It's an embarrassment to the city now. I don't know. I think I think we got other things. But no, we can have multiple embarrassments. Oh, this is true. There's nothing wrong. The city isn't exclusive to uh, embarrassment. You uh, got embarrassment. Uh, uh, embarrassment. Oh, what? Not embarrassment. Well, there you go. A little better. But at this point, we don't, I'm sorry, we don't trust the people who run it. That's fine. We don't trust the numbers. We don't trust the projections. Okay. We don't even trust the cars themselves. It's hard to argue. So, again, just humble yourself. And I would almost be, I, I, I feel like most people in St. Louis would be like, hey, we understand what you were trying to do. It didn't work. It was a catastrophic failure. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Yeah. Why, why do you keep adding to the embarrassment? And I know Joe Edwards' name is attached, and he's done a lot of good for that area. He has. He's like the, and it, it, I don't think that this should be his legacy. No, absolutely. But I think if you keep pouring money down this money pit, yeah. it will become his legacy. Now, do you think this will uh, hamper the upcoming mini-golf Plans. Oh boy, Gardner really oh, concerned about not. that one. He I really doesn't. Not. He doesn't know too. Because I want as many mini golf as many, many, many. There you go. I'm sorry. Fuck it's infectious. You, I apologize. That's my bad. For me. Let's try this Following again. Three, two, one. I want as many mini golf courses. There we go. In this area, in this region, as we could possibly have. I enjoy it. You know what this actually kind of reminds me of? Remember when it, it reminds me of the cold open on the office when Kevin prepared the chili. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about the intricacies and how everybody was looking forward to it and how he really puts his blood, sweat, and tear. This is the thing he does well. And then, of course, he gets to the office and he spills it all over the mm. entire office floor. And he's trying to do whatever he the can secret, to scoop it back the up. secrets in the onions. Right. And he's going overnight. on and on about the intricate process we hear to the background while he's trying to scoop up chili off the carpet. This is exactly that situation. Mm-hmm. I did that at a Kentucky Derby party. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty embarrassing, right? I made, I made my own uh, simple syrup. I call, actually, uh, Glenn Cerny, who I uh, went to the Cardinal game with on Friday. Okay. Right? The guy oh, I mentioned we... as my first advisor at Lindenwood. Mm. The biggest holiday in his family is the Kentucky Derby. And he has his own recipe for mint juleps. So I got that from him. So I got my own fresh mint. I had you know the bourbon that I wanted. I had the right measurements. 
I made my own simple syrup overnight in a mason jar. Damn. That was being chilled in the fridge. Okay. And I bring out the mason jar, and it, you know, it kind of frosts up when you bring it. It slipped out of my hand. Oh, no. <laughs> They're trying to scoop it up. And I'm mm. like, there's only a little bit of glass in it. <laughs> I'm going to. And I'm like trying to find a little bit to make. I'm like, I'm going to drink one of these. Mm. So I've done that before. Like, I, I wish I was good at Photoshop because that's what I would do. I would like take. With all due respect, and I know he's trying, and he's done a lot for the city, but I would take the Joe Edwards face, put it on Kevin, and then have the loot trolley be the chill. Spilling chilling. out of the Yeah, just <laughs> spilling out all over the place, and him trying to scoop it back up into the... That, cause that's what it is right now. And again, you don't want it to become a part of your legacy, but this, is, this has been a major embarrassment for, for at least three years. At least three years. Yeah. Constantly. And I give credit to everybody, especially the Yale Hollanders of the world. And I even give credit to the folks at Metro. I know they're trying. That's not a Metro. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not a Metro thing. This is private. That's why I was saying maybe it makes sense to fold it into Metro. Right. That, that's yeah. the thing, too, where it's like if, you just, it's if probably, you just write a check to them and they're just like, yeah, do what you want. It's like, probably Whoa. best to let this fail or succeed in a private way, it might seem. Mm -hmm. What and, did you think of Yale's idea of... Uh, that's of fine. Wash you stepping up. I mean, I mean they, that's their choice. They have plenty of money. Yeah. So, um, seeing what they're doing, if you drive by their campus, what they're doing there, that looks unbelievable. But even I think he um, did. He mentioned yesterday they're finally getting sponsors on the outside of the trolley. Yeah. Here's the thing, and Chris, you know sales as well as anyone. <laughs> that should have been done almost long before yeah, you began launching the, the trolley. The thing is, they were so up against it with that track screw up that I'm sure things got. What would you Things have voted? just weren't. Huh? What would you have voted on our poll? I think I voted yes. Mm. You want to see it saved? But not necessarily. I should have clarified not necessarily the way they're seeking. seeking. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think there's pro you probably other outlets that you could seek sure. to do so. Um, to make that work and just see what happens at that point. Um, the one thing I will require, though, is that you know what your tracks are. Yeah. That's my issue. Hot. This is a detail that cannot slip by. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is essential to the function of a streetcar named drama, as I called it. Here he comes. T-shirt forthcoming. Mm -hmm. So wait. Actually, we need to get Chris's Ope Trolley T-shirt going here. We need a design here. Oh, yeah. Finally. That's a good idea. Um, now, when you look at this, is this such a public thing that people kind of grab onto because it's a trolley and it's like silly and funny? Right, it should like be it's treated a cartoon as such. character. Yes, yeah. yes. Like if you're taking Unfortunately, it seriously, Unfortunately, it's millions of dollars. Yeah, what did Joe Edwards say? Well, we can't just let a fifty million dollar. Ah, well, don't tell everyone how much it costs, oh, you fool. No. <laughs> well, let's not remind that. <laughs> yeah. Leave that out of it. Yeah. What are you trying to help here? Maybe they should have spent some of that money also on a public relations firm <laughs> as well. Hmm. That probably would have been put to some good use. I think use. maybe the telltale was the Facebook responses from the loop trolley yeah. when people were like roasting it after its first or its fifteenth set of issues, and they, they were let, super defensive. They should have let weird. Travis run the social medias as Loop Trolley. Loop Trolley would have yeah. been good. Mm -hmm. They like, should have listened to me. You just been that character. People would have been like, "Well, at least we got a sweet ass Twitter account out of it." <laughs> but you don't have anything. You don't have merch. You don't have. <laughs> You didn't even have a, a celebration. You didn't even have a launch date. And then when you did finally decide to release the trolley, it freaking hit a car on day one. 
had to shut it down for the entire week. You would have enjoyed my tweet last night, Travis. Damn you're it. not on Twitter. That's got to breathe fresh air from well, time to time. It's, uh, oh, you're talking about the, the dunk off my alley-oop? Yeah. Yeah. Chris that was and I good. teamed up. You guys teamed up for a tweet? That yeah. was good. Can I, can I hear about it oh, at yeah. least? If you don't know, Travis is on a, uh, on a Twitter hiatus. Yeah. It'd be four weeks this Thursday. Oh, my God. I know. What Feels good. Right? Should. I've lost like 20 pounds. No, you haven't. Mm, no, I have not. No, nope. I still haven't. somehow still eat. You can see where that hey. fits in the midsection. Hey. No, Chris said, uh, I don't know the exact wording. I said um, something like, you can, I can confirm that uh, this Cardinals atrocity is a direct um, correlation to the loop trolley. And then hashtag time to fly. And then I uh, quote tweeted it and said, the loop trolley has hit more cars than the Cardinals have hits in the mm. NLCS. Mm. And that would Big be online. correct. Yeah. Oh, boy. Do you, you feel good it? about it? I felt good. It was yeah. nice to team up. Uh, that would go south. Two whites for, doing a dunk, an right. alley-oop somebody in Oktoberfest. Somebody getting on somebody else's shoulder and then don't almost forget. getting the rim. <laughs> uh, don't, oh, uh, right. That would go south real quick when the Lou Petrali account publicly takes a shot at the Wendy's Twitter account. <laughs> would you take a shot at the Wendy's Twitter account if you were Lou Petrali on Twitter? No, but uh, people will get ticked off at the gifts I continually use. <laughs> you communicate like black Twitter. I'm like, damn, I don't understand what the hell this <laughs> Twitter account even is talking about. Why does he keep using the Stanley meme from The Office? I know. What does that mean? To understand Lou Petrali, you have to understand black Twitter. That's the only way it would work. Uh, Triangle Assassin. Late to the show this morning, did I miss Gardner's thoughts on the fact that the bullpen card is the cause of the Cardinals pitching woes in the series and being single-handedly responsible for the cards possibly getting swept? I don't understand how that ties in. I agree. Because the cart has not been used. I think maybe that's what he's saying. Uh, and that's what I was saying last night. If you really want to switch it up here, the Cardinals need to get a little weird. Get uncomfortable, and they haven't used the Nationals pitching cart, or excuse me, bullpen cart as of yet. Uh, granted, it was just one game there so far, but it's available. So take advantage of it. This create is... the rally cart. We could have the rally cart, and if I'm Dakota Hudson, I take it to the extreme. Even he's a starting pitcher tonight. Well, guess what? I have that cart take me to the mound in the first inning. Oh, Not even like as a reliever. It. I like it. Shake and, it up a little bit. Yeah. let's. You know what? You're up against it. Have fun. You got to loosen up and do things different, right? What yeah, you're yeah, doing now isn't right. working. Yeah. Let's mix it up. Let's take advantage of the bullpen cart. Let's create the rally cart. What's, like what's going to happen? I like that. Are you going to lose? Okay. You're down 3-0. Who cares then? Right. Then you're, you're done. It's fine. But do something different. Chill, man. Just chill, Dakota. I agree. Take it out there. You know who gave me that idea for, for even starting pitchers was uh, several years ago I asked Mike Leak about it when he was with the Cardinals. He was always a pleasant fellow to talk to. Um, when he wasn't stealing the shirt off your back. Yeah. Oh, what the? That was good. Oh, that wasn't. Mm. <laughs> how does a black man not know how to high five? Is it only if you fist bump? Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't being in contact with Chris. That was oh. my fault. Mm. Um, but Mike Leak said, yeah, you know, even starting pictures can use it. You know, he's like, Bartolo Colon probably could use it. Ugh. And hilarious. I was like, that's very funny, Mike. <laughs> that's very I wasn't recording it at the time, and I was like, ah, damn it. 
check the shocks on that cart first. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'm down with that. That would be hilarious. Uh, so Dakota Hudson should come out in the bullpen cart tonight. For those who are not sure, you can follow sports who listen to our program, the local baseball team, the St. Louis Cardinals, are one loss away from being swept completely out of the playoffs as the Washington Nationals continue their revenge tour from 2012. And you know what? I don't feel terrible about this. Only here's a few reasons why. One, Scherzer and Strasburg, best one-two probably combo. In bit. Well, I think the Astros may argue, you know, with Cole and Verlander. Yeah, I, but these two I, are pretty damn good. They're good, yeah. I would take the Astros, but I mean, you're gonna have you. You can make a legit argument, right? In many, and back in 2012, in any any pitching rotation in the playoffs ever, that one two punch is you could rank it with any. With any, yeah. You can yeah. you can go back to to Schilling and Johnson, Johnson almost is how good these guys yeah. are. And two, like we everyone remembers 2012. Uh, the Cardinals even would acknowledge that maybe they should not have won that series, but they came back. They were down at, 6 nothing. They were down big, and they came back in the NLDS, got a little, got pretty fortunate because they didn't have to face Strasburg mm-hmm. in the postseason. And now the Nationals, uh, look, yeah, they haven't done it. He got shut down. Yes, he got shut down before he could pitch against the Cardinals, which many would say probably aided in the Cardinals moving on in the playoffs. Most and certainly. so to see, look, the Cardinals are just getting outplayed. These aren't close games in the sense that, oh, man, if this went one way and this went the other, that you kind of feel sick about it. At the end of the day, they're dominating the Cardinals, and this is an organization that is, you know, their fans have had some anguish over the years, especially in the postseason. You had the heartbreak of Bryce Harper leaving in the offseason, and they've had I don't know how many managerial changes in the last six, seven seasons alone. Dave Martinez is a good guy, and they have good guys over there across. They have some young guys, a blend of veterans, Mr. Nat himself, Ryan Zimmerman. I don't feel terrible because the Nationals are just right now the better team. And the thing that we worried about when this team got to the playoffs is happening. We wondered what will happen if the Cardinals cannot muster runs. And we're seeing that now. That's part of who they've been. That's part of who they've been all season. So this isn't like, oh, my guys, this isn't like the 4 team where we're like, you have this potent lineup that was just like, wow, everyone's hitting like shit. You're just like, well, this team came in on pitching, um, and they got by with great pitching in the second half. They didn't have the best offense, and players that we needed to show up in the series haven't. Ozuna, Goldschmidt, Dexter Fowler stunk it up. Paul DeYoung, Yachty struggled. Like It's just not been the Cardinals series. I would like for them at least to win one so you're not swept, but at the same time, you just have to tip your cap to the other team because they are right now the better team. Yeah, it's, it's looked that way. It's looked that way. They so, going to do anything funky with the lineup today? I think you. They, I don't know how funky they will get, but unlike Gardner, what he said along the lines of the the cart the cart is that well, let's do something different. Yeah. What the hell you got to lose? No more Fowler in the leadoff spot. I'm fine with that. Whatever you got to do to try to survive to make it to another game, you got to rank. See Randy A get a shot. Why not? Why not? And and look, I think you'll see Harrison Bader in there today. Possibly, he could. There's a left-hander on the mound. Right. So it's possible. So whatever you got to do, throw it against. It's an afternoon game too, right? Or is that on Wednesday? Oh, it's an evening game tonight. Just go with Randy A uh, and Bader and uh, in left and center, and then. Just kind of tell Jose, just hang out in the corner and write. Don't really do much. <laughs> Play the line. Cover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need your bat. Yeah. So well, make that happen. Well, the Cardinals are also aren't the only St. Louis sports team that's currently in mm. D.C. Yeah. this week. Boys and girls, your St. Louis Blues, your Stanley Cup champions, are making a visit 
to the White House. What's that? Uh, Chris? Don't you feel like that would be like showing up at your friend's house and his, him and his wife are screaming at each other. There's spaghetti sauce on the walls. Their kids uh, are like shaving the dog. Um, there's broken dishes. Uh, the front door's open for no apparent reason. Like, don't the you mistress feel like, is sneaking out the back like, door? Don't you feel like this would be like the time that, like, that's how it would feel if you went to the White House right now? Absolutely. First of all, Congress is returning from recess today in the middle of a Syrian crisis, an impeachment inquiry going on. And the blues <laughs> get the, uh, hey guys, I, I, I know the stove is on. The kids are running around with no clothes on. There's a plate of blow on your dinner table. Uh, but you invited us over and we brought some friends. Do we get, do we get the cheeseburgers like Clemson? Oh. Yeah. I saw Frank Cusimano of KSDKs there. Maybe he'll do a Frank's food food pitch there <laughs> oh nice oh yeah. the spicy chicken nuggets from wendy's yeah, so much different <laughs> terrific DC. stuff yeah very present not what they have at chemos but it is terrific stuff nonetheless i wish i wish arizona would have won the stanley cup last year i know blues fans are like what the hell are you talk about simply for and believe it or not coyotes yes that would have made a ton mm. of sense mm. just for that alone and I and I and here's what I really want is is it today or tomorrow? Today. They, today. Yeah. Here's what I want. I just want him to say, "Man, nothing gets by Jordan Bennington. Maybe we should put him on the wall." Mm. Somebody might. has to write that line, right? Mm. He could. Who's gonna do it? I don't know who his speechwriters are. Me neither. I sometimes, sometimes I wish I could be a speechwriter for Trump because it'd be so much fun. Like think of the words I can think of the words I make up on this show. Oh, so I imagine the words I can make up if I was a speechwriter for the president. Yeah, man, I'd be ooh. People are like, damn, who is that? Who is that Shakespeare? Who is that Billy Shakes? An anomalous, really an anomalous. That's that. I'm like, I, I get what you're saying, President. I see how you guys are kind of birds of a feather. But I'm looking for this. Should be I don't. Yeah, okay. This is interesting. Well, you just go for the photo op, all right? Because they want it, and they say they got to go to the White House. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing to them. And, uh, I mean, that's what happens, right? Or did it, does Trump literally, like, he's like, I no, not now. What's the most Trump thing does you he, can do with the Stanley Cup? Uh, not with the Stanley Well, I mean, there's a lot. Exactly. But, so pick, uh, pick, pick a, one. I uh, sells it to Azerbaijan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, he would do that, wouldn't yeah. he? Could have used the cup. Yeah, it's worth Pay for the wall. Uh-huh. Yeah, sell it for the wall. <laughs> sell it for the wall. <laughs> Sells it to Mexico. Sell Trades it to, it to Mexico. Mexico for the wall. <laughs> See, I told you Mexico would pay for the wall. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we fixed everything. He puts a sombrero on it for them. Oh. Like, Look what I've done for you. Uh-huh. What if he, I'm trying to think, what if a la in Puerto Rico with the paper towels, he like has a hockey stick and tries to like send something to them? Like a roll of toilet paper? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> With a hockey stick. How excited do you think? It's just like golf. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's what, he'll swing. A, he'll hit a. He'll take his driver. Maybe a sand wedge, just to kind of get some loft. How excited Seth do you think? Seth asked if he'd grab the Stanley Cups. Mm 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 You could have a Russian prostitute. Oh. I was gonna go that way, but yeah. you how, did it. How excited mm-hmm. do you think Vladimir Tarasenko is to meet the Russian president? 
All right, now that's that would be a good stand-up <laughs> for the news. Let me get that to Cusimano. He won't yeah. use it. He but, won't uh, use it, but he should. You're right there. I I I tweeted at him because he tweeted a picture this morning, and I said, "Is Doug there with you?" It seems like his kind of jam, referencing Doug Vaughn, and I haven't heard back. I think it's because I'm still muted by Frank, so oh. I might have to start just texting him what my thoughts this morning. I'm almost certain that you're muted by. I'm Frank. gonna just bother him at the White House. That's funny. All right, any of the scribes going to any, uh, Benny Hawk or Benny Fred going to the White House? Ben Fred, I, I texted him the other day asking. He never really answered. Um, maybe they can't we say were, for security purposes? Oh, uh, maybe. We were trading some thoughts back and forth. But um, I don't know. I'm sure Jim Thomas will be there. Um, <laughs> How great would that, it be if like Jim here. Thomas stumbles upon some Ukraine info and he's brought in before Congress <laughs> for the next two weeks. And we'll, we'll tell you about it right after you hear my son's band. Yes. They're playing this weekend yeah. Congress at the, at the Eureka County Fair. <laughs> I cannot answer this, but while we're here, have you heard my son's band? Black Sheep says he'll be serving ding-dongs because they look like hockey pucks. <laughs> look, they're like little chocolate hockey pucks. Seth reminds us that Trump will be congratulating the Stanley Cup winning Blues on their fourth World Series. <laughs> uh, and he knows more about hockey than the Blues. That's a, that, here's the thing. They, and that's the thing. Like, I'm curious because you I know he doesn't know anything about hockey. And so he's, and he know he doesn't know anything about the St. Louis Blues. So, and I would imagine no one in the White House knows that much about the It has to come no, from a Wikipedia no, page. It's so easy. If somebody was cool. They would go into the Wikipedia page for the St. Louis Blues right now and put a bunch of fake facts. Now that would be funny because you uh, know that's what their speech writing team is doing right now. St. Louis, I uh, do great there always. So St. Louis uh, people, Trump supporters, uh, hockey, cold. I got that great governor Harry Grinds. Wait, was <laughs> he still there? No. He gone. No. Hmm. So I'm curious. I wonder who is anybody from the Missouri delegation going to be present? Is Blunt going to be there? Is your friend? Senator Flatbed gonna be? Yeah, he was in Hong Kong apparently uh, recently. What? Yeah, I tweeted at him last night. I was kind of in a. You were in a mood. Yeah, you were in a mood. Oh, <laughs> can we? I left it at that. It was just because you know the Cardinals were down uh, six okay. nothing, and I was just kind of. Ah, I'm going yeah. home, and then right before I go home, I someone had a, he was talking about Hong Kong and cities and. Like when they reach a certain point oh, and standing God. up, and then Tony Messenger had quote tweeted it and said, "Now do Ferguson." And Ooh, so Tony Messenger is a feisty beast of all. So then I had seen I didn't have the tweet was from yesterday. So then I he did it was a video message, and so then I tweeted at him saying, "Well, I guess you've caught the Candy Candy Crush Crime Syndicate and have your health care plan ready to roll out." Nice. Well done, sir. Um, just kind of. You ever think he'll end up in the same room as him? I hope so. Okay. I think that day will uh, come at we'll some just point. Stop so there's no subpoena power <laughs> at this point. Uh, I do What's he going to do? Speaking of laughs, happiest Tell hour me. this Thursday. <laughs> St. Louis, the city of brotherly Mama. love. You think you'll say that? That's from Mike in the comments. That would be my goal is to get him to say mama. City of brotherly love. City of brotherly love. They got the arch. Not as big as Trump Tower, but it's close. Yeah. Yeah. But it's close. <laughs> I do very well. Very, very well. Granite, oh. Granite City, near St. Louis. Cole, good. And they had the sweetest Steel. child. Steel. They had the sweetest child, Lillian. Lillian, she's just a, a sweet child from St. Louis Children's Hospital. You mean Layla. Oh, yeah. Yes, Lillian. I almost, he's going to find a way to screw this all up. We got a, a new fact submission from Wiki. 
the St. Louis Blues uh, derive their name from a cartoon dog who hands out clues. That's an updated <laughs> wiki. <laughs> and you know who's lacking clues? This impeachment hoax. This impeachment hoax. <laughs> and we're going to give them the blues. I don't see any Afro-Americans on this blues team. I thought African-Americans were associated with the blues. I'm great with the blacks. <clears throat> Yeah. Happiest hour this Thursday at Sophie's. That's right. 6 p.m. is when comedy kicks off. This week, our featured partner, Union Barbershop. One of the best barbershops. Union Barbershop, yeah. Now, we're going to do a little uh, giveaway for those attending. So come out, have some fun. You can see our friends Meredith Hopping, Max Price, Marquise Moore, and don't you worry, huh? Travis, Quentin Wilbert. That's right. Jack Daniels. up. Jack Daniels specials. And uh, Schlafly specials as well. This is presented in partnership with Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey. Very proud to be working with them. And uh, come out and join us. 6 o'clock Thursday, 3224 Locust. Going to be a busy one this Thursday. It'll be, uh, be a good time. Let's set this bad boy up. It is day 15 in Cocktoberfest. Mm-hmm. We, of course, begin every Cocktoberfest segment mm-hmm. with our prayer. Gardner, may I? Please. In the name of Wes Anderson, appropriation and white flight, testing Florida. Boys it's fun to do this it part. Is, it is, it with is. Because I feel like I'm blessing the crowd. Like, bless you. And this kind of organically happened. Yeah, it does. I don't think we planned No, we that, did not. And it just started we're, happening. We're like Eskimo brothers. So this mm-hmm. is nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Organic growth. I like it. Is that what that is? Oh, it was, because it was growing. Uh, so today, let's of course kick it off with our playlist. What yep. are our two songs for today's Cocktoberfest? All right, your first song on the Cocktoberfest playlist for today: Hank Williams Jr. Family Tradition. I have to admit, I don't know this song. Yeah, well, do. how does it go? They get on me, Hank. What do Hank? Why do you drink to get drunk? Hank, why do you roll smoke to get high? Why must you live out the songs that you wrote? Help me, help me. It's basically a family tradition. tradition. So what Gloria Esteban is to the DNC is Hank Williams (laughs) to the (laughs) RNC. Holy shit, you fucked that up. <laughs> Gloria Esteban? It's not Esteban like Esteban Eliza. It's not Esteban like. Major League Baseball oh, pitcher man. now. I believe in some trouble. I believe. Oh, boy. You're talking about Gloria Esteban? Ah, oh, the fun. What's it that, that feel like? Uh, the language <laughs> barrier Esteban, there. Yeah, Esteban Loiza. Esteban Loiza? I just. Esteban Yan? <laughs> no. Esteban. I just. So it was a fawn, and the entire time it's been Gloria Estefan? Yeah. Oh, my God. My apologies to the Estefan family. And black people and Latino people go back to Damn war. It. That's right. <laughs> we just came together. You can't do that. J-Lo and the NFL, we had just came together. Oh. I apologize. But what I was saying was, is oh. Estefan too the DNC, you know how she performs basically no matter who the Democratic candidate is at rallies? Is that what Hank Williams is to the Republican Party? Because uh, I feel like no matter what, he's always at a Republican rally maybe for the republic he was there for trump right in, in the national campaign i don't know you gotta remember these people at a certain point too like, they are hired guns no times. yeah that's what i'm saying yeah, that's yeah, what i'm yeah. just saying I mean, I'm just lee sa- greenwood most certainly oh yes no matter who the candidate is. um hank 
Williams Jr. I'd have to look a little more. Okay. He might bounce around some. Okay. But he could all he could be a little out there in support. I didn't really look into. Okay. Really. No, no problem. I was just yeah. curious. I just know he's the go-to generally. The music. It's okay. all about, it's all the, about music. the music. That's we very true. We interviewed uh, Rick and Lucero, who used to tour with Hank Williams Jr., and he said it was a very unique touring experience. He's like, you make a ton of money, you don't talk to him or look at him. <laughs> Hmm. You just walk out on stage and you travel on the same bus from town to town. It's very, it's a very weird odd. experience. You were there for the interview. No, but I'm just saying, I'm saying that is odd to. No, yeah, yeah, it's strange. That is weird. <laughs> like it was a different... not much of a family, right? Well, I guess it's tradition. Mm, good point. But not family, yep. unless mm. that was the family tradition and how they toured. And great, point. don't look at me, don't talk to me, just yes. sit on the bus and maybe, shut up. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't have command of that. Got knowledge. it. That's very weird. All right. So there's your second first song. song. Your second song. Please don't put your life in the hands of a rock and roll band. They'll throw it all away. Maybe the best lyric from the 1990s. Okay. Don't look back in anger mm. by right. Oasis. Oh, okay. Can you give us a little bit of a. Sally can wait. Okay. She knows it's too late as we're walking on by. Us holes lying away. But don't look back in anger. I heard you say. Hmm. Gonna uh, start a revolution from my bed. Now, mm-hmm. they hate each other. Oh, Liam and Noel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brothers. This is true rock and roll here. They're. Why is that Actu- rock and roll? Because they're actual brothers who can't get along no matter what they do. If there was a reunion of any band going, I would want to see Oasis simply because of their band history and their family history. An Oasis like, reunion if, is currently... Because you might... You don't know what might happen on stage. Right. Like, they could end up on a, in a fist fight somebody on can get, stage. Somebody could end up being stabbed. Like, you could go enjoy the music, but you would be on edge the entire time wondering if they're going to get along the, entire, the entirety of that concert. I would want to see an Oasis reunion. Now, they apparently don't. They do not. Maybe from time to time. Maybe the money could be worth it someday. But it probably has to take place in, I believe they're from Manchester. Uh... It would probably have to take place there or something like that, a big sort of concert. Is there a window closing for a reunion? I can't. When I say they're that. They're so erratic, it's hard to tell. I, I don't. I, I I'm get, not. I would, people say it's done. It's shut. But the way they behave. said that be, 20 times about Guns N' Roses. The way they behave. That's true. I'm not going to shut the window. It, it could. Who, who the hell knows? They might. But I feel like, and the reason why I wonder is that window closing. The way they talk about each other Man. in the interviews. And it's like almost unsolicited, too. <laughs> it's just like, so um, so you're eating a sandwich. My brother sucks. Yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't have the question they about curse, your brother. Like, they really call each other names. Like, they like hate each other. It's, uh, it's interesting. Are their parents around? I want to know what their parents yeah, think. That'd be really weird. If they were smart. And obviously, it sounds like they they're both not going get to do. Interviews still, they both talk to the media. And if they were smart, what they would do is sell the rights to their story, make oh, money that way, as well, opposed they'd to they'd have, to, they'd have to agree creatively on something. No, well, they like, don't have to agree. They could just sell it to a studio and says, "Tell our story from this point of view." Well, they just this. did a doc on okay. Oasis, 
and one brother wouldn't allow the other to have the rights to the song, so they couldn't use any of the music in. Ah, uh, so then, yeah. I mean, that's where they are. But if they were smart, clearly they don't want to be in the same room together, but I would imagine who would turn down. So I I'm mean, saying Netflix would come along and be like, look, I would I'll say, give you $150 million if you give us the rights. You guys don't have to ever see each other can, ever can again. Can you imagine, like, you know how they do in the NHL with the Winter Classic, they do that build-up series to the game? Oh yes, like, uh, HBO the twenty four seven. Yeah, twenty four seven. What if they if Oasis was doing a reunion concert and they got access like that a twenty four seven build up to the reunion? Okay, that'd be killer. Can you imagine what that would look like and how? I mean, you would, oh, like you would just be. I'd be in knots watching that. I mean that that Oasis is my band of my adolescence. That defines my adolescence, Oasis. What's the story, Morning Glory? That's my album from the 90s when I'm an adolescent. And then I moved into Arcade Fire in the 2000s. But the, the chorus of Don't Look Back in Anger. I mean, you could pick a number of their other songs. What's the story, Morning Glory? is just an absolutely fantastic album. I mean, you know who loves Oasis? Oasis loves Oasis. I mean, they claim they were better than the Beatles. Ah, um, they did. I think even Jesus at some point. I think they said that too. Um, so they really like themselves. And they have great music. Hey, massive following. Massive following. But it, it, it's, I'm partial to them because it defines my taste in music, my adolescence, when a lot of that is shaped and formed. And so I'm always going to have a soft spot for them, no matter how they treat each other. They're leaving money on the table, Chris. Doesn't matter. They're doing whatever on their own. Yeah, they'll be fine. I would just now want this 24-7 kind of thing for that a reunion. That would be just dope. Them in a green room together. That has to or... be the unicorn currently in the entertainment industry. Like, that has to be the one thing that I think there's probably an exec somewhere. I think it's not even somewhere. talked about because no one finds it to be attainable. Yeah, that's but... what I'm saying. Like, nobody's like, that's a thing. Like, yeah, if it happens, it'd be one of the greatest feats in the history of our industry, but it'll never happen. Yeah. But that song. That's my favorite oasis. Very there good. it is. A lot of white people's favorite oasis. Yeah. Cocktober continues. Yeah. What is today's pop culture? Pop culture. Oh, by the way, we have an update. Uh, one of the uh, comedians for this Thursday's happiest hour, Marquise Moore, will be. Uh, he says <laughs> he's going to Google him because they definitely need a biopic for him to understand what's happening. <laughs> he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't know who they are. <laughs> and he said hip hop was great in the nineties. That's why I don't know who they are. Ooh, <laughs> slam dunk. Well, yeah. wait till. February. Travis is already starting to plan Black History Month, and I think he's yeah, got Yeah, this is our month. Yeah, this Caucasian is October. Okay. That literally November 1st, that's when the planning begins Yeah. for Black Year. And I will be there I would have thought it you. would start somewhere around like March 3rd. <laughs> oh, it stuck up on us this year. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> He's like, damn. Got, got me there. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, our pop culture, uh, an element of white culture that we celebrate each day. You ready for today's? Travis? Yes. There you go. If that ain't the whitest thing a white man has ever whited in his life. Fundamentals. We are celebrating fundamentals. Of course, you see a picture there of Tom Amansky, professional scout and instructor. Who did a lot of videos, VHS tapes back Damn. in the day. A lot of black Teaching them fundamentals. Enjoyed them some Tom Amansky because he had, of course. Crime dog. The crime dog. Oh, yeah. In the commercials. Prem McGriff. 
You want to see one of those, by the way? Big top trucker hat on, and he's pointing his finger at us. Yeah? You ready? Yeah. There you go. Discover the defensive training secrets of America's finest baseball school in an exciting videotape. Baseball World's Defensive Drills video features professional scout and instructor Tommy Mansky and the same revolutionary new training techniques that have produced Baseball World's back-to-back-to-back AAU national championship teams. The Defensive Drills video vastly improves players' arm strength, running speed, quickness, agility, and infield and outfield defensive skills. Even coaches practice organization. Lou Pavlovich, Jr., editor of Collegiate Baseball Magazine, calls it a masterpiece, the best defensive drill video ever produced. Many professional players are excited about this videotape. Just ask Atlanta Braves superstar Fred McGriff. This is the instructional video that gets results. Baseball World's Defensive Drills video makes a great gift and benefits players of like all ages TV. and ability levels. To order your copy for only $29.95. How much did that cost them to get Fred McGriff to do that one take? That one take was... And not only that, the announcer sets it up like it's going to be some elaborate, you know, endorsement. Just ask, you know, baseball superstar Fred McGriff. You're like, ah, Fred McGriff. It's like five words. Oh, okay. And he, yeah. And he probably didn't even, what am I signing on for? This is the instructional tape for you. Is that what he says? Seven words, maybe? Probably gave him a nice little 20 grand for that. I wonder how much he made per word. Mm. Mm. Decent amount. Yeah. Now, the whites but enjoy... We love them fundamentals. Loves the fundamentals. You. you love keeping the, the eye on right. the ball. You love uh, chess passes. You love... Uh, well, you guys like the nice bounce pass yeah. into the post. You like bank shooting shot. 92% from the free throw line. You like the ball bank fake. shot. You, hey, ball you fake. like the ball Take fake show the, the ball. Triple threat position. Triple threat. You got to make free throws. You got to knock what those win, down. That's what wins basketball games. Yeah, well, yeah. A uh, layup is good Moving as it. Move the feet. You got to move the feet. A layup is good. This is my because, favorite thing in hot especially take. Especially if you're a wide player, because the black player might be faster. Well, so you got to move the feet, feet and flop. Whoops. And flop to draw the charge. Yes. Now, they teach that very well at Duke. Do they ever? Uh, Kelly Thames used to actually be really good at it at Mizzou. Mm. He looked like he would get shot. And just his neck would snap back. Mm. It's amazing. Um, Nothing more satisfying than a. Really crisp ball fake, and somebody goes flying over your head. Yeah, it's better than a crossover mm-hmm. at hip hop basketball. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Use the backboard; it's there for a reason. Oh, it says what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget. Like I, like I want to say I was like a thousand percent on if I knew somebody with better athleticism was behind me trailing me and I had a bit of a breakaway because there weren't that many breakaways and if I wasn't sure I could just dunk it in without getting you know every time 1000 percent I'm not not even I'm talking you're going and I'm like okay I saw him my peripheral and I know the angle he's taken so I can either just be a hard ass and dunk this or (laughs) one quick (laughs) and a quick layup I still get the two points, and then they go flying into the wall. Pump fake layup. Oh, my God. Every 1,000%. That's and good then, fundamentals. And then it raised when we get to the Mizzou Rec Center. And then <laughs> all bets are off. You almost feel bad because you know it's like, well, you might break a leg. So maybe I shouldn't ball fake you so hard. Yeah. So personally, I think that people should respect that more. 
It's that's a very good. nice thing. And you know what's good about that? Is the pump fake gets the man in the air, Travis. Mm-hmm. He goes by it. Not only that, it takes some control of the feet to be able to keep him in place and not travel. <laughs> so that's good fundamental basketball right there. That's what that is. <laughs> Thank you. And I enjoy watching that. Mm-hmm. Does everybody touch the ball once before someone shoots? Four passes yeah. at least. Uh, is that Bobby Knight's sh- rule? You take a three without the big man touching it? <laughs> You're going to hear two things. Yeah. Me talking to the ref and then a buzzer. And you'll be sitting there. Move it around. Stay in motion. That's Keep right. moving without the ball. Don't you forget it. That's how you do it. Yeah. Don't Nope, be an individual and just do whatever you're doing by yourself here. Mm-hmm. Like, involve the team. It's a team sport. We got to be fun. Hey, in baseball, you use two hands. You get in front of the ball. Box out. You hit your relay man. All right, so let's go down at least one fundamentalism you know for what? each team sport. So what's the go-to white man fundamentalism for football? Grit. Football. What's the fundamental thing that coaches preach the most in football? Hmm. Pad level. Hmm. Is that good? See ball, hit ball? Hmm. Okay. No, no. We can go hand the ball to the referee after you score. Act like you've been there or before. Or act like you've been two there hand, before. Two hands on the ball. Is that two fundamental? Hands. Nah, probably not. Two hands on two the ball. Two hands on the ball. Yeah. That translates to baseball as well. Mm-hmm. True. Now, in baseball, it might be more, I would say, you could go with... Um, keep the ball in front. Keep the ball in front of you. Hit the relay man. Hit the relay man. Do oh. you consider running out a ground ball? Do you consider hustle a fundamental? Yeah. Diving, defense. Pick up your third base coach. Do we That's can fine, we yeah. can we go ahead and admit that the star drill in pregame is a little bit spicy? You're kind of being a show off. Yeah, I think I think two hands uh, on a pop fly is the ultimate yeah. fundamental. It seems like two nothing hands... freaks out white broadcasters than seeing Dexter Fowler catch a ball without two hands and at the chest, and at the level. chest level. Like nothing. I'll tell just... you who could have used two hands last night. <clears throat> you know what? I heard people getting upset with him for sliding. Yeah, no, no, that was a smart play. He no. just should have caught it. I'm just, like, I'm like, I, I was, it was at the local watering hole, so I understand they might not get it. But a lot of times, for an outfielder, instead of just staying on your feet and going on the run, it's easier to catch the ball right. if you go into a slide right. like that. Because you like can control your easier, momentum. Yeah, yeah you get to maintain your momentum. easier to make the play. Because right. instead of putting the glove down while being on the run. So... I've heard, I hear people say that. I'm like, hey, oh, he's hot dog. I'm like, actually, no, I wasn't a hot dog. It's probably a... easier to make the play that way. Right. It just hit him in the heel of the glove. So, what about, so so basketball, what would be the go-to white fundamentalism for <sighs> basketball? Chris, what do you think? I mean, there's hit, hit your free throws. Is that one? Uh, honestly, but that's probably not. Layups as good as a dump. Or you know they're I mean, both two. They're both two points. Uh, that that was the that's right up there with uh, well, walks as good as a hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a home run, that yeah. was, or a triple, that, or a double. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we're going the extreme route, like when you would play a team that didn't have a dude over five ten or six feet tall, or they did have them, and just nobody at their school had ever dunked. Yeah, the sheer just insulting. They thought it was in, so insulting if somebody could dunk during a game or something. Like they would almost look at it like you were you were playing with a sixth man on the floor. Or something like they would. People would get so insulted by that because they'd never really seen it, or, so, or it's not. It wasn't something like that they thought of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basketball. The uh, 
the defense. Anytime you bust out the uh, the slowdown offense, <laughs> where it's like, okay, this team is way more athletic than us. We're gonna pass the ball around now. Oh, they're running the picket feet behind fence. the three. Yeah. So that one's. Uh, I, I don't. I'm trying to think. I don't. The, I screwed that up in a, in a basketball drill once. Oh boy. I got crossed up on something, on the picket fence, and I just nailed the guy in the middle. Oh Jesus. nice. But he was bigger than me, and I just went flying. Black sheep says defense wins games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a lot of sports, all of them, I'm told. <laughs> Get rid of the ball faster or get your hands inside for football because obviously you're speaking to a quarterback or a lineman. Uh-huh. <laughs> no skill position. Don't catch it, don't catch it with your chest, though, Mm-mm. if you're a wide receiver or a running back coming out of the backfield. Oh, that's something never said no, to wide football players yeah. because wide, wide receivers don't exist. So, I mean, so that's Do you kinda... not look at the Patriots? Have you not Thank watched you. the Patriots yeah, game? That doesn't count. They, like, take an old quarterback from, like, Kentucky State Kent and turn him into a wide receiver. That actually happened. They're, they're there. <sighs> there They've rotated them in and out. Those are pretty good. Fundamentals is probably my favorite so far. Fundamentals. We love fundamentals. Anytime you can show the Tom Amansky video, because that people, thing will come on every Is it Saturday. because people the three who of us probably spent 90% of our TV watching on ESPN? Because yeah. we saw it that much? Yeah. Like, seriously. like I remember watching SportsCenter four times through sometimes when they would run it back to back. Oh, God. Back to back to back. AAU national champions, which by the way, no one even bothered to look up. Were they actually back to back to back? I've always wondered that. We I was didn't like, have I've AAU never, baseball in where I grew up say, either. I was, I was like, like, I don't know, that's not fair. I'm like, I think, yeah, I was like, and I also like, what league was that? Well, they like, had Legion, they had the Babe Ruth League, and then you'd come up here and there was some kind of. My other dad league. ran the Legion program in O'Fallon for a, quite a while, and I always wanted, I would go up and throw batting practice sometimes behind the L screen. But he never let me do what I wanted to do because I wanted to get a picture of it, which is I wanted to throw batting practice while a cigarette was hanging from my mouth. He's like, I'm not letting you do that around these kids. Now, what if this turned out to be – so here's what would happen in our town. (laughs) Farmington's not tiny. It's like 20,000 people, right? Basketball team was very good. uh, And we played, like, tough competition for St. Louis, but we had these private Christian and Catholic and Lutheran schools, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So sometimes you get elite programs from these type of schools, right? Soccer, they're probably much better. Um, by the time they get to ninth grade, these people have never lost a basketball game because they've been playing against like schools with seven people in each grade. Yeah. <laughs> and then? And then not one of them will make the freshman team. Not always, but that happens a lot. So you go from being national champions at yeah. the National Lutheran tournament yeah. to you won the cyc getting, league getting cut from your freshman basketball team from at the public school yeah. so what happened do you think those were tom amansky's teams do you uh, think maybe, maybe there was some some puppeteering ah, they looked good i mean they sh- hit the relay yeah, man that's true they, you can throw a baseball into a trash can i gotta tell you you must be doing something right we do have a, a time-honored caucasian sports theme that that goes with the uh, fundamentals tom brown reminding us that every time the advice he got for sports, for every sport, was to tell him, quit being a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that. We had that. Wrestling was big where yeah. I grew up. So if kids the worst, would scrap, the, re- the, the wrestling coach would just kind of let them scrap and then move on. The worst is listening to the fundamentals of bunting in baseball. Ooh. That's not fun to listen to. But people, some people still love, they love a good bunt, especially a surrender bunt, as they call it. Others call it a sacrifice bunt, uh, where you give up and out for no apparent reason. 
to move a runner over. Um, I guess that's a sacrifice, a martyr in a way. But that's a bad one. Um, I would also recommend, I have to go look this up again. Michael Bolton. You know, the singer Michael Bolton? Mm -hmm. Not the... Uh, really likes slow-pitch softball. Yeah, no. Okay. And apparently has like his own VHS tapes doing instructional softball lessons and drills. I thought that was a gag. No, it's a thing. Those are real? They're like, I, there's one that's like 50 minutes long. Is he a good athlete? Or, he, I mean, he it's a softball thing. It's he not. apparently really liked slow pitch softball or does. It's just. And I watched part of a video once and I was basically just like, oh my God, this is real. So Maybe we can pull it up after the show in the office and just yeah. so people can get a glimpse, or Travis and you can get a glimpse of what I'm talking about because it is. In my experience, I did not, like it even started with him singing. Like that's wow. how it starts. And oh then, wow! Yeah. So is this cocaine? Is this what that is? I don't know. We have to go look at it and it, kind of make our decision after that. It's hard it, to play softball with cocaine in your system. It I don't is. know. I think you from what I hear. From what I've played drunk before. I, it, but uh, yeah. I had a few. Yeah, it wasn't fun getting drunk and playing softball. No, I in played really drunk, and it was. <laughs> was it good? It was embarrassing. Yeah. In my experience, <laughs> if I made a softball, video I fell down at the plate swinging. That's hilarious. Yeah, it um, was like it was not normal. Can I tell you what my softball instructional video would be, Travis? What would that be? It would basically be, all right, here's what you do, and I just go to a firehouse and be like, you guys want to be on my team? <laughs> Every time. That's the only. That's the only requirement you need to be the best softball player I've ever seen. If you're a firefighter, you automatically can just crush the ball to the yeah. next town over. That's their, a fact. What do their forearms look yeah. like? Yeah, and then yeah. after they 10-run you, you don't want to beat them up. They're firefighters. Or you could do one on how to throw a ball all the way to home plate from the outfield. Travis was there. I threw it over him. He's still mad I'm, I didn't throw to the cutoff man. That's bad fundamentals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> threw him out. <laughs> Left field. Cosmo Fields, Columbia, Missouri. I remember it like it was yesterday. You son of a bitch. He finally admits it. That'll do it for the first hour. We're live at Midcoast Ooh, Studio. We uh, exciting second hour. We do. We got a lot coming in the second hour. If you guys haven't yet, uh, be sure to check out our website, midcoast.media. For more information, if you're looking to do a uh, podcast, we've got several podcast launching. If you have a great idea, let's talk. Hit me up. Chris at midcoast.media. Quick break. Or CR Deadman at... Okay. We'll be right back. <laughs> 